0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jedi of Star Wars podcast. Here we are in episode seventy-two. I am your co-host Braxton Taylor here alongside our fellow co-host Andrew, the Ice Hermit Bowen.
1: <laughs> the Ice Hermit. I, the
0: Ice Hermit. You know, as some of you may be aware, uh, here and where we around we, where we live, uh, we live in the kind of Midwest, northern Midwest-ish. Anyway. It, we got a lot of snow, a lot of ice, and so we're just kind of coming out of it, and I was able to drive here, and Andrew hasn't really gotten out very much yet, so I just see him in here and his his joggers, and <laughs> Anyway, he kind of reminded me of the ice hermit, you know? I don't know.
1: Why do I feel like you're judging me a little bit no, right now? I'm not judging at all. You What's look wrong handsome. with my joggers? No. I'm just saying, Maybe I wear these Maybe I Maybe thing, I wear you know? these to town. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I <hope you're laughs>
0: don't know. No, I'm just kidding. So, anyway <laughs> We are very glad you guys are back with us. Uh hope everybody's safe out there. Like, as you're listening to this, uh, if you got hit by the snow and ice, I hope everybody's safe and doing good. Uh, we're back here with episode 72, and uh, we have a lot of fun stuff for today. Uh, just want to say once again, uh, if those who are uh, a part of our Patreon have become our producers. And uh, so, first of all, if you are not knowing what that is, in our Patreon, we have a $5 a month subscription where you get a couple of cool perks a you'd be good to become a producer and meaning you get to help make decisions on the podcast and on our other show which we're about to mention but you get to help do decisions on that secondarily uh, for our regular podcast, as we're doing, you're hearing right now, those who are our producers and a part of our Patreon will get instant access to that, uh, and uh, so you know you don't have to wait till Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can have instant access as we do it, and then last but not least, you get exclusive access to our brand new series and other stuff, where it basically it's just me and Drew talking about whatever we want to talk about. But also, though, we have taken suggestions. Uh, we have uh, uh, Elder Scrolls and Skyrim that uh, that people want us to talk about. We have Lord of the Rings. We have Marvel. And just to give a little sneak peek, our next, uh, our well, I guess that's our first official episode. will be main topic-ish. We, we kind of talk about what we want, but uh, our main big topic we're going to uh, talk about because of the poll that we put on there is Marvel. So if you guys are excited about hearing any of those topics, please join us. It's going to be an awesome time. Specifically
1: the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Exactly. So, uh, before we move on, we do want to give a shout out, as we do every episode
1: now, to all of our producers and Patreon subscribers. So, Drew, do you have our list of Producers, I do so. We want to give a big shout out to our Patreon producers, and that is Corey Wise, Alex Mason, Grace, and David Gill, Tara Bolin, and JB Josh and Birkinshaw.
0: Yes, excellent. Hey, thank you very much, sincerely, to all of those who are our Patreon subscribers and our producers. Uh, we, we, uh, give special shout out to you because you guys are, are helping us out and, and, uh, wanting to hear more from us. And that just means a lot. So
1: yes, it does.
0: Without further ado though, we're going to get into our regularly scheduled program. And our first news piece for the week is talking about an Obi-Wan, uh, comic. So we're, you know, for a long time, just to give some context, the, the one of the last things that we really have about Obi Wan Kenobi specifically was the 2013 book Kenobi by John Jackson Miller, and of course that was no longer canon as Disney took over and all that good stuff. But with that said, uh, we haven't heard anything official canon about Kenobi, especially in between Episodes Three and Four. But now we are getting uh, before the show is coming out, we will be getting a Marvel Obi Wan comic and it is supposedly coming in the month of May. So Drew, what do we have on that?
1: Yeah, so this is um a 5-issue mini series and it's going to be written by Christopher Cantwell. Um the series finds uh Kenobi in the final days of him on Tatooine, mm. chronicling earlier adventures in his own journals. Um we've seen some of this uh, through when Luke in the comics had found his journal and he read some stories and, um, and so we've, we've gotten kind of sneak peeks of this, but we're getting more now from this series, which I'm very excited about because more Obi-Wan Kenobi is always a good thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. And also you have to assume uh, there might be some hints or uh, or at least some ideas of where we might be headed with, with the Disney plus series. Yeah, exactly. Um, and basically it it's saying that each of these stories is about obi wan at a different stage in his life and um, and it's going to be um, him telling the story um, knowing that he's about to leave uh, leave Tatooine and kind of fulfill his destiny. Yeah. And so uh, it should be very interesting to see very excited to read these. And that'll be in May. So,
0: yeah, I haven't really dove into the comics as much. I did read some of the most of the Vader ones and stuff like that. But, you know, a- as I'm sure most of our listeners know, anything Kenobi, I will be ravenously consuming. Um, and so, uh, I'm going to be diving. I'm super excited about this. Of course, the show, obviously, but even the comic series, anything like, well, as Drew said, anything that we can get about Kenobi uh, is pretty awesome. So, very much looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. And I think about, I think about like, where this is is coming out in may and it does make you start to wonder if that could potentially sorry oh, Big wow. Wow. sorry about that <laughs> makes me wonder if like that is are you not excited where... to be here <laughs> <laughs> it does make me wonder though like um if we're getting the series um close to when this comes out because yeah. as yeah as you know like most of the time when we get a new series or movie from Star Wars, we sure. get um, yeah. other releases in comics and movies or comics and books, etc. Yeah. Around that same time, so we do have a rumor, and we do it have yeah.
0: kind of correlative to this. And we're not going to jump ahead, but just right. remember that to hear in just a moment, and we'll yes, come back to
1: this. Yes, exactly, exactly. So let's uh, let's move on for now. Uh, going to our second story, uh, there is a, a a new middle grade novel that is based on the upcoming uh game from star wars called star wars hunters and this novel is called star wars hunters battle for the arena mm-hmm. um uh this is a game that is was originally announced for mobile and i think it's also coming to nintendo switch i believe um and this is this is interesting to me that this is out of everything this is getting a, a novel. <laughs> right. Um yes, it is a middle grade novel. I'm to be honest, I'm not super sure on the like is this a canon novel or not?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's it's I saw somebody complain about this because they're like, "Wait, this <laughs> this game is getting a novel, but um jedi fallen order didn't <laughs> right, and like yeah. i i get that i do understand where they're coming from with that so it, it is interesting um but hey i mean it could be good it could be interesting i mean who's yeah. who's to say um do you have any thoughts on it
0: well you know and, and just to kind of like bounce off of that previous uh thing you just said there you know here's the thing with with jedi fallen order that is something much larger than star wars hunters right uh uh, in terms of a game you know it's much larger and we have a very deep lore based uh gameplay in that first game and from what we know there is going to be sequel now we don't 100% know that it's going to follow the exact same storyline could be anything else we've had this discussion before but theoretically speaking though that game could follow in that same the same storyline and give more you know what i'm saying so Not to say that it shouldn't have a book, and not to say that it couldn't have a book, but I'm just saying that medium that they chose to tell deep lore was in the game. So, bouncing back to Star Wars Hunters, this is clearly not going to be that big of a game. It's not that deep of a game. So, a book would kind of suit this, not saying, again, that it should or shouldn't be there, but I can see that they say, okay, well, there's not going to be much to this game, so we could supplement it with a book to give some more background, give some more story, which, to some degree,
1: Jedi Fallen Order didn't need. So, what do you think about that yeah no i uh, uh, that's a good point um I agree it is just <laughs> I'm just curious to the audience that they're going for here right. I mean, clearly they're going for a younger a younger audience yeah um since this is a middle grade novel, and maybe they'll find success in that uh is the the author, and I don't think he's i don't I don't believe he has written anything in Star Wars before that I'm aware of yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there is a lot to this that's like, we don't understand about really any of these characters or what, why in the world there's even an arena, <laughs> all these things that, yeah, I guess a book could cover and and since the game itself isn't a story based game, it's just multiplayer. They yeah. can kind of fill in story details by this. this Tell me novel. this,
0: and and this I may be completely off the base. I'm hoping you know more than this I do. But the Star Wars Hunters and talking about the arena, is this the same arena that like Anton the Gladiator was in? Because if so, then they can maybe tie him into that. I don't know. I'm just I have no clue if that's tied at all. But uh, I'm just throwing that out there as an assumption.
1: Yeah. So. Um that's a great question. The story, I know is there the arena takes place on Vespara. Um and honestly, I don't remember where Are you looking it up? I'm trying. Yeah. I'm
0: not sure what to Because type. I am
1: I am curious where that was at. Um But yes, part of me yeah. wonders if it was i'm looking it up too we'll figure it out just a (laughs) second yeah this is one of those spontaneous times we um, have no
0: clue what we're talking about (laughs)
1: because i'm so i'm just gonna uh, read this little
0: excerpt originally making his debut in marvel's 2015 comic star wars darth vader the kieran gillen and salvador mm lauroca blacker stanton sought out a life of pit fighting in a gladiator arena to make uh okay so that didn't say anything so sorry for wasting the time (laughs) okay sorry
1: yeah so he he started out with the Zonti brothers but it doesn't say sailor where where and maybe it's not ever been said i i would have to go back and read those comics it's been a while since
0: and maybe it travels around too you know what i'm saying so because like Obviously, gladiator pits are probably illegal, so they probably don't have a home base. You know what I'm saying? They kind of go.
1: Yeah, and and that's also possible. You know, they they mentioned him being a gladiator and stuff, but like for me, what I remember him as uh, more than anything is is a, a a bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what I remember him as um, mostly, as we see. He and, and we talked about this a little bit about how he was hired by Jabba to to go after Kenobi. And Oh, here you go. That didn't of course work out, but
0: I don't know if this is exactly applicable, but it says a fighting pit was a place where individuals fought each other. Sergeant Creel's father and mother both died in the fighting pit on Chagar Nine or one X, you know what I'm saying? The Zonti brothers were a group who taught Black Santa to be a gladiator So potentially okay, Ch- Chigar
1: Nine. So it doesn't sound like it's the same place. Yeah. But it could maybe still be the same like concept. Some idea. concept. And, yeah. Um, we saw, we also have seen kind of a similar gladiator arena type deal um, in the comics with, uh, well, a couple different places. We've seen it in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Right. But we've also seen it with, in the comics again, um, where like Luke, Han, or Luke, or Han. Leia and Chewbacca, I think, all have like lightsabers, and they're, like it's crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those moments where I'm like, ooh, they probably shouldn't have done that. Okay, they're falling off the boat here. <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that in canon. It just seems kind of <laughs> yeah. weird, but yeah. Um, how do they not kill themselves? It's not just. A <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah. So we talked about that <laughs> that book a lot Way long more than we thought we would. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just
0: kind of deep dived in some of the stuff that might justify why. has But, but. So anyway, yeah. Let's move on. Um, uh, so we'll see on that. We'll see what ends up coming of that. But anyway, uh, so our last and final news piece for this week is that the book of Boba Fett rises in streaming charts after in the streaming charts after its second. Episode. So, as as you may be aware, some of these stats that Drew's going to be pulling from, I can't remember what website exactly it is off the top of my head, uh, and he's going to clarify. But it doesn't have all of the newest stuff. You know, we're on episode six now. We just received episode six um, this previous Wednesday, and uh, so at the end of the day, you know, it might be blowing up more. We'll see. But as of the second episode, though, it has been rising on the streaming charts, and apparently more people are paying attention to it and wanting to see it so drew do we have any more on that
1: yeah so this is um based off of the nielsen streaming charts as we've talked about before we reported on the first one about how the first one wasn't doing so hot um the second episode of the series helped the show rise to the fifth spot on the weekly charts compared to Mm. the first episode which debuted in the 8th spot ah, okay. so of course there's a lot of different things that can go into this right yeah. um the audience pulled together uh to watch 563 million minutes of the show's first two episodes during the second week of the series um and we we can see that there is um four netflix series in that list um cobra kai is in first actually ah, um the witcher was in second Uh, stay close and third um and then we had emily in paris ozark the wheel of time lost in space the great british baking show um and boba fett so all those in there together um boba fett coming out in i think i said fifth place yeah is that what i said yeah yeah so not what you expect from Star Wars, right? <laughs> right. Star Wars yeah. lagging behind, um, Cobra Kai, Witcher. Witcher not necessarily surprised. You can you expect, kind of see that. Yeah. you can see Witcher, Witcher catching big numbers, and even Cobra Kai. I mean, you know, there's a lot of fans of of that at this point. But, but then, compared to Star Wars, you're kind of like. Oh, but really? even compared yeah. to Star Wars, yeah, yeah, it starts to make you wonder, right? Yeah. So, I think that we will see this continue to escalate. Um, oh yeah definitely especially after what we've seen in the past couple of episodes <laughs> right. and trust me we're going to talk about that here in yeah. a little bit i think we'll see these numbers escalate um to similar to what we knew from the mandalorian episodes oh yeah um yeah. i think we're definitely headed in that direction so yes it's it seems still kind of low, but it started to climb a little bit. But I think by the time we can get the data for the for the end of this season, yeah. I think we're gonna see a lot higher numbers than this.
0: Yeah, you know, and 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 another thing is why it may have jumped up from first episode to second episode. Wow. Uh, <laughs> is basically another thing I was thinking of is visibility, right? Maybe some people were just not really anticipating this and they didn't really know. And the first episode came out and they just had no clue it was even out there. But then people start talking about it. And then also like, oh, wait, is that? Oh, okay. And then they start watching episode one and then two. So yeah. maybe it's a visibility issue too. And, you know, right? granted, I will say there has been far more trailers and that, and that might be why, uh, or, you know, be... I can't talk today. That might be why they have more trailers. Uh, but there's anyway, there's more trailers for Book of Boba Fett than there has been for Mandalorian, by far. And it may be because there wasn't a big visibility and a big turnout. So as yeah. episode one came out and episode two came out and there wasn't really what they wanted to start pumping right. out these uh, trailers, so that could tie into it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. so anyway, so, anyway uh, as we move on, and obviously as the show ends, I'm excited to see how that pans out and how much more visibility get there so we're gonna move into our rumors and
1: oh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go get a red bull do you want one grief
0: yes (laughs) in that case so uh we're gonna go ahead i'm gonna go ahead into rumors while he's getting his red bulls he's he's yawning i'm yawning so apparently we need it um but uh so are we actually have (laughs) one rumor for this week uh ironically enough it's kind of been a slow slow week here um with that said, uh, it's kind of an interesting one, actually. It's not just some random thing, but this is actually a pretty, pretty significant thing here. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, anyway, so, so the Obi Wan Kenobi series, you know, we know that this was supposed to debut here in 2022, um, and that's kind of been the consensus here. But the 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 series debut may have actually been accidentally revealed by a, uh, a uh, Disney executive. I don't know who it was or if what position they held. But there was a tweet that was sent out. Um, and, and I think, Drew, you probably have the exact tweet, right? I do. But basically, this tweet was sent out, and they mentioned—well, let's just go ahead and read it.
1: Yeah, so— <clears throat> This came from Brandon Giovanni, the Enterprise Program Manager at Disney Plus. So not Whatever just a, <laughs> not just, but not a, not just a nobody, right? Like he's the Enterprise yeah. Program Manager. Yeah, he's so, a manager in his title. It has to be important. <laughs> <laughs> so he tweets out, "Our very own Obi Wan will be saying hello there on Disney Plus, May 2022." Uh oh. So he he tweets this, okay? Yeah. Almost minutes later, it is deleted.
0: And he was killed, I think. And no one has heard from him since. He, Disney <laughs> might have taken him out.
1: <laughs> old Mickey Mouse
0: <laughs> gave oh, him the...
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> you, you were like something you should know. <laughs> Prepare to die.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway.
3: Uh, enough of that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, no...
0: uh, So that's very interesting, right? I mean, and and there's a lot that could be mentioned here. We don't want to deep dive too much on this. But... You know, we talked about this last episode, how Bad Batch was supposed to have a spring release. And we had, what, uh, April to June or whatever we said last week. Yeah. And we said, well, it could be, it makes sense, right? That would be based on May 4th, uh, Star Wars date. But this right. week makes way more sense, right? Usually, and that's why I said, well, usually they reserve May the 4th a big release. I'm phrase that. A release is pretty big that's on May the 4th. Well, Bad Batch didn't really make sense to me, but... Obi Wan Kenobi would be a huge thing to uh, oh, drop be, on Star Wars huge. Day.
1: Um, the only thing is, I I anticipated they would want to wait. Yeah. Um, to 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 have a big reveal of of Kenobi at Celebration.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
1: But, you know, Celebration's still kind of up in the air right now. Right. Yeah. Like. So I don't even know if it's happening. No one's really talking about it. But here's the the question I have the question I have is what is what was this guy thinking when he tweeted this, right? <laughs> right. Like what was the what was the thought?
0: He had a little too much fun on a so Saturday night, you know, and he <laughs> yeah. just wasn't thinking. So
1: right. here's here is kind of the um general consensus of what happened here. He tweeted this not long after the new comic series was announced. Oh, okay. So the idea that that people have kind of came to is that he saw the tweet go out about the Kenobi (laughs) comic and thought it was the Disney Plus series. Uh So he went ahead and just tweeted out. The release date.
0: You you would think with Disney, there would have to be so many approval checks before something. like Yeah, it it still doesn't make sense, right? (laughs) Like,
1: like really, you could like, how did you think that was going to be okay? Just yeah, yeah. Um, But unless he truly thought they had, they had spilled the beans on the, on the the comic and, or on the show, and so he just went ahead and didn't realize it was comic. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of what people are thinking happened here with this. Sure. Um but there is one other option though. I think it's more unlikely. But the other option is is he saw the May 2022 release date for the comic and then again thought it was whatever and then said it's coming out in May. Yeah. But we're talking about the um what was his title again? He, we're talking Something about manager. the, the enterprise <laughs> program manager at Disney Plus. So like the guy's got to know the date, right? Of when this is coming out. <laughs> you think so? Right? Yeah. Or right. does he does he not know? Or, or how many how many managers are there at Disney, you know? Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> well, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what's going on here, but l- let's go ahead and say let's go ahead and say that Kenobi's going to release on May the 4th okay
2: yeah, yeah
1: if it releases on may the 4th we are here here we are in the beginning of february yeah we have to see something about this sooner than later
0: oh yeah yeah well they don't you know and just to be honest i don't think it would be this way but they're not going to want a repeat of book of boba fett or it kind of just stalled out at the beginning and they're trying to gain some new traction with these commercials and and trailers and and and, and it's starting to pick up now but they don't want they want this to be big from the get-go so you're right I think they're gonna have to make a big media push for this like you said sooner rather than later if it isn't May
1: yeah and I think when I think about it what makes most sense between now and and May the 4th well we do have the Super Bowl coming up
0: that would that you know a Super Bowl commercial it would be big enough in my mind to push it a Super Bowl commercial yeah so that I think makes sense. I
1: think uh maybe having a, a teaser reveal um and at on the Super Bowl would make a lot of sense, and then maybe get a full on trailer in uh you know April sometime. So we uh so Super Bowl <clears throat> is February thirteenth. Yeah, it's very so it's, it's very, very soon. Right around the corner. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's when it'll be. <laughs> right, that's right. basing off of if it is releasing on May fourth. Yeah. But here's something that I think in my head is still more likely. I don't. I'm still having trouble thinking this is truly coming out May the fourth, right? But I could see maybe them revealing the first trailer on May the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Or like I could see Bad Batch releasing May the fourth, and Kenobi trailer releasing on May the fourth. Okay. Um, so
0: what, when do you think that would come out? What's a more uh, appropriate? Well, I think date? what I
1: said last week is still where I where I stand maybe like an august or september release yeah okay i think i said I that last that. week didn't i, I? don't remember oh. <laughs> yeah, uh I and and my thought with that is we get bad batch in spring yeah then we get um kenobi late summer and then you get mando season three or sorry I don't know when Andor's coming out. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know what's that going exists on with Andor. Anymore. <laughs> I think it's a big prank. It's yeah. It's like some big running joke or something. <laughs> elaborate prank. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, we assume we're getting the Mandalorian late this this year. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of where my head's at with it right now. But maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? And maybe they release the Bad Batch and Kenobi on top of each other where they're like, they're both going on. Yeah. I I, don't, I think that I, would be yeah, that would crazy be of them. A little wild, yeah. I think they should space it out. Um, But I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, at the end of the day, obviously seeing it sooner rather than later would be awesome for us and for a lot of people. But you know obviously we have to think about it realistically and yeah, I think May is pretty soon, especially since we haven't heard anything about it. So yeah, I mean maybe, maybe here is here's the thing even if it is an August to September thing, I still think that we could see something at Super Bowl right even if it's just a even if it's just a teaser trailer because they could drop that in Super Bowl and then have plenty of time to drop a, a big full trailer and then a release in August and September, you know what I'm saying I so so hey, we're gonna make I'm gonna make a prediction, right? We're gonna see something about Kenobi at Super Bowl. I'm not a hundred sure on that, but I'm gonna throw it no, out there. And and if we come back and it's true, then hey, we're gonna we're gonna be look cool. Well, know? and I think
1: <laughs> I think that we're gonna get uh you know, we're gonna get some MCU stuff at the Super Bowl. Yeah. For sure. Um so yeah, it would make sense that, that let's throw in Disney Plus is like, okay, we're gonna have some Disney Plus MCU announcements, let's do Star Wars too. Like yeah. why not? And it. again, one of the biggest times to reveal it's very expensive, but one of the biggest times to reveal something new is is still the Super Bowl. It's one oh, of the, yeah. the biggest yeah. uh, moments of the year. So
0: Yeah, I can see it. So let's go ahead and move on. That was we only had one rumor for this week. So we'll go ahead and move on to our releases for this week. So Drew, let us know what we have coming up.
1: When you yeah, get- so we have um some stuff here coming up we have darth vader issue number 20 that is going to be on wednesday we have the high republic trail of shadows issue number five that is um, also on that wednesday star wars adventures issue um, number 14 that is going to be on wednesday as well so three new comic issues for you there um the Darth Vader one is they're still dealing with the Crimson Rain, so we're dealing with the whole Kira thing. Uh very interesting stuff. The High Republic Trail of Shadows, very intriguing. Um, and it's specifically dealing with the aftermath of the uh, and the mystery, I guess, of the end of the second adult novel. I won't yeah. say <laughs> I won't say what that is right now because Braxton is reading that novel right now. Hey, you guys gotta and be proud of me. Come on, I went from reading very nothing, proud of you.
0: I finished *Light of the Jedi* and I'm um, yeah yeah.
1: Well, we need to update on that. Um, yeah. So uh, this is a good better time than ever to do it. Um, Braxton is reading the, through the High Republic. He <gasps> has finished *The Light of Jedi*. Oh. Yeah. And now he is reading the second one. Which is the Rise, er, Rise, rising, rising storm? storm?
0: I think I can't remember. It's the adult novel. I'm not. I'm not currently reading the YA novels. Hey, we can only get so crazy here. The rising
1: storm. That's yeah. what it's called. Um, and yeah, so he's just reading the three adult novels for now. Um, but we're very proud of him. Yeah. And, and here's the thing: when he finishes, we are going to have that big discussion we've talked about doing, where we're going to dive super super deep into oh, yeah. phase one of the high republic as a whole yeah we're going to discuss all the plot all the characters where things are headed next yeah uh, where we're going in the past you know all that <laughs> stuff yeah it's going to be a huge episode all about the high republic It'd be fun and um, it'll be me it'll be braxton we're also going to have some other people join us for that <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting. Interesting time with multiple different perspectives. So yeah, yeah. definitely be you know, getting excited about that. But it's all going to hinge on how quick can Braxton finish these novels. Well, 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 well. Actually, you have time because there's one more novel that is coming out. Um, it's the middle grade novel it comes out next month. Okay. So I'm not going to speak on all of phase one until i can finish that novel right so that i have everything so yeah so we'll... i should be done by that <laughs> so, I so. <laughs> um so yeah you got another like month and a half or something yeah
0: i, I should i should be able to read two books by then because i'm like i'm like not halfway through rising storm but i'm like a third of the way through maybe. well
1: and the important thing is is don't rush it enjoy it you know oh i'm um, soaking it in you yeah definitely <laughs> soak it in it's some really good stuff and where are you at currently in it so,
0: I am about a little over, I think, 120 pages in, something like that. Uh, so, like I said, it's not, I mean, I don't know. If people wanted to read it, I'm sure they probably read it by now. But basically, I'm at the point where uh, it's it's the day before the Republic Fair, which is one of uh so's great works. And uh, there, it's the day before, and basically, Lena which is the Chancellor, uh, and uh, Stella Gaios, and... Uh, 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 elzar man and a lot of these people are on volo and long story short they're getting prepared for that and
1: all that kind it's of about stuff. to get real good
0: yeah no i i've, I've uh
1: it's about to get i've heard that it gets pretty crazy good. right here <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah, yeah a lot of things are kind of uh coming up here well, obviously we have the dream gear which you don't hear much about at, up to this point um but that, they, they show how threatening they
1: are. So, and, and and that's an interesting thing. And I know we're kind of getting off on it, but it's okay. Well, the and that's why, the no- why novels, gonna... right? Um, comes in. Yeah. So, if you only read the adult novels of the High Republic, you essentially get really no interaction with the Dream Gear at all. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, even on the third one, too? Even on the third one.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Because you only you will only hear discussion about them. And the reason for that, and I won't get too much into plot details, But I will just say, um, the, whoa, punching the mic over there. I'm trying to burp, but I don't want to burp in the mic. (laughs) So so... you just punch the mic (laughs) instead. as you punch it again, sorry, sorry, everyone. It's not that loud. There's no way. (laughs) Um, so anyways, uh, the, the Dringer are present in the, uh, young adult novel, Mm -hmm. um, and also in um, one of the middle grade novels and and very heavily um, focused in the in the uh, comics. The comics oh, okay. actually yeah. focus on the Dream Gear a lot. Ah, okay. And I have a lot of thoughts on the Dream Gear and discussion I want to eventually talk about the Dream Gear and how how all that works but okay. we're not okay. there of course just yeah. yet um but but yeah i got lots of thoughts on that okay. so
0: <laughs> yeah and obviously the main threat of course is the nile uh at this specific moment obviously Paneta uh did something stupid and he sent one of his cloud ships and he um tried to take over uh, the innovator Yeah, that that big ship that they're making for the Republic Fair. I think it's called the Innovator, something like that. And, of course, they get murked um, at a price, obviously, uh, because Bell Zetaphar is getting a little hoit there. Not just a little. Um, Anyway, but, so, the Republic's on higher alert. So, the Nile are trying to be uh, low-key, and, obviously, Markian Rowe is basically taking over the Nile at this point. Anyway, I'm, I'm just rambling, but that's where I'm at and I've enjoyed it thus far and I'm excited to know that it's even getting crazier and better very soon. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to read it. So anyway, so
1: yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could probably keep going on this. That's, I could, I could talk about it. I, a lot. I'm sure you could, um, And I could too, from what I've read. You and, know. and, and, and here's the thing. Again, for those of you who have not gotten into the High Republic yet, if you are a Star Wars fan, give the High Republic a chance.
0: As some um, here, and as someone, yeah. this is a good perspective for me. I don't like well, I say that. I say that. I had a bad uh, viewpoint of um, of reading. Right, I had a bad idea of what it, what it was. It was mostly for work, mostly for study. So anyway, I didn't want to read it. Didn't feel like reading it, but. As a avid Star Wars fan who didn't read that much, mm-hmm. I've thoroughly enjoyed it thus far. And I yeah. like I said, and as I understand, it's supposed to get better and better yes. and better.
1: You're about to hit where it gets really <laughs> good, in my opinion.
0: So, so, uh, if you are a Star Wars fan who doesn't entirely love reading like Andrew does or, or whoever, right? Um, yeah, give it a chance. I've I've enjoyed it, and it's actually really helped me get back into reading because it's giving me something I've Liked, I've been able to deep dive into, and and obviously, hopefully, get even better. So anyway, so we <laughs> talking about that a lot, but let's go ahead and move on. Yeah. So we're gonna get into our community discussion section. So, uh, like I said, the community discussion section, if you're not aware, is uh, every week we have a podcast. We will reach out to our community of Jedi Eternal. And uh, we begin to ask you all one question every week. Um, And then from there, we will discuss your guys' answer, every single one of them. And uh, in this week's question, we asked, let me get to it. uh, If you could pilot any ship in all of Star Wars, so either whether it be old or current canon, what ship would that be? So we had, I think, eight answers. So Awesome. Thank you guys so much for, for participating. It's yeah, that's awesome.
1: that is so good and just makes me so happy. <laughs> I, know. I love I love when we get uh, a bunch of people, some that are near, very near and dear to our hearts. Oh yeah, it was amazing to see uh Noah Aguilar. Yeah, every time I see Noah Aguilar, it just makes, makes me smile. I just like yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Noah, just so... uh, 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 we're
0: not trying to give Noah uh, uh, uh unfair home no, no, villages, no, no. Yeah,
1: but Noah is one of our literally one of our very first supporters. He was the first. I early, believe yeah, he was the first. Um, uh, well, outside of people like we, yeah, we Someone know we didn't and family, somebody know. we had we did not know at all. He, I think he's from california or yeah, think, was at least at, at the time point, yeah. of when we were talking with him so noah uh, if but, you're yeah, listening to
0: this we really appreciate yeah. your support and i know you kind of have stuff you know you can't listen all the time you have to get caught up and stuff but we're very glad that you uh, participated this week so Shout out to you. Yeah, great. So let's go over our answers. And we're going to just kind of run through these and we'll give ours um, because we have so many answers. But so if you could uh, pilot any ship. So Corey Allen Wise says the Millennium Falcon, of course. And, yeah, I think that's a, that's a classic answer. And I think for me that was mine for a long time. Uh, Millennium Falcon is awesome. I mean, it's one of the fastest ships in the galaxy. I mean, I don't think we could uh, argue that for sure. Um, Alex Mason comes in and says the X-Wing, again, another hugely iconic, um, ship there. Of course, that's the kind of the poster ship for the OT, you know, the original trilogy and, uh, specifically Luke. So yeah, I would, I wouldn't mind piloting that myself. And then we actually have a lot of similar answers here, uh, because it's sick and it is my answer too, not gonna lie, but Philip Mehurin, uh, Noah Aguilar and... Brooks Long all say the N one Starfighter, so uh, Noah elaborates and says it is my favorite ship since I was a kid. I even made a three D model out of it. I
1: just love it. Very cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and uh and Brooks Long specifically says Mandos uh, n one. Oh, okay. So it's even okay. more specific. Really yeah. specific. Yeah. So so I uh, I didn't want to kind of jump ahead, but I I <clears> kind <throat> of talked about it last week on our previous episode, but that is pretty much my favorite Star Wars ship. Uh, you know, I I love so many of them, but that is my personal favorite. So I'm, I am on a same vibe as you guys there. Uh, the infamous JB says, without a doubt, the Outrider Dash Rendar ship from Shadows of the Empire. I believe we see the same model of ship in Rebels. We'll have to, we'll, I will have to investigate. So it's kind of canon. Well, the ship of or the model, of the ship is anyway. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, the Outrider is pretty
1: sick. Um, excuse me. Uh. Yeah, it is very cool. Well, and leave it to JB to go with the deep cut. (laughs) I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah, because I did say old cannon too. I love it. Very nice, JB. (laughs) Good choice. Love the deep cuts there. And then last but not least, our good friend, Stuart Martin says the slave one and uh, and so yeah I mean that's a very classic one too again all of these are wonderful answers I think I would be uh, ecstatic to <laughs> try to pilot any one of them I already kind of said my answer Drew if you could pilot any ship in all of Star Wars older new canon which one would it be?
1: See, I I struggled with this. Oh, I struggled big time. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I've I've thought and thought about it, and it's hard for me to really give a definite answer. To be honest, because I, I like I, I like I, I like uh, a lot of honestly everything that's been said so far. I'm a fan yeah, of right. Um, but I will say, I'm just I think I have to just mention a couple things. Sure. sure, sure um, <laughs> so I like I I I'm a really big fan. Um, of. <laughs> of the delta seven okay so that's the like the jedi starfighters um, oh i'm so
0: sorry hold on i so very sorry i missed an answer oh you did oh my goodness so sorry robert Allen wood says the delta seven jedi okay starfighter. yeah sweet very very much uh apologize cool. robert but anyway yes yeah, so Good he choice. that's what made me think of it sorry
1: okay yeah <laughs> awesome so yeah it's a jedi starfighter we see like um like uh Kenobi and then use yeah. it, use those. And I didn't even think about um, it
0: before that answer, but that I, I love that when we see him and uh specifically uh, uh
1: episode three, right? Render the Sith yeah. at the beginning. Love those. Yeah. Yeah. Love those. Yeah, so those are very cool. Um I also like the uh I like um the this is a this is kind of a brand new thing, but I like the Jedi vectors. And which that's are what I was about to say. from the High Republic. I don't know what they look like. Do they um, look
0: similar to the the, the no, 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 no. They're very different. Really? I'm going to look it up real
1: quick. Um, they're very uh, thin, very... There's not like a oh, whole lot wow. to them. Yeah. But what I like about them is that they're utilized exclusively by the Jedi Order and are yeah. um, basically <laughs> yeah. made to work with the force. So yeah, the like the force and, the lightsaber yeah, and, and like their lightsabers. Yeah. And like their lightsabers activate it like a key and all <laughs> this cool stuff. Yeah. Very um cool. so it's very, very interesting to me. Kind of one of the the more interesting ships in my opinion in a while for Star sure. Wars to introduce. Yeah. Um and it's just so I think that is very, very cool. Um but then I have to give a shout out. And no one else did surprisingly, but I had to give yeah. a shout out to the X Wing.
0: No, yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh sorry I'm sorry. Someone Alex did, did.
1: Oh, Alex yeah. did the X wing. Okay, yeah. never mind. Good job, Alex. Um, <laughs> the X wing, of course, is like it's just like the gold standard. Yeah, right. Of you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you think well, actually, Star that's, that's Wars, that's like the staple of the original trilogy. You yeah, know what I saying? You think about the X wing, and for me, when it comes to Star Wars, I like to be in those small, smaller ships sure. that yeah. are very fast, and you can maneuver them very well. Like another shout out to the A wing. I like the A yeah. wing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I'm all about those smaller ones. And so, yeah, but anyways, I had to just, yeah. you know, I had to name a couple things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. And I, I, I say the N1 because I really do love it. And I always have. The N1's
1: beautiful. But, beautiful. But,
0: but you're right. I'm kind of the same boat. At the end of the day, I could pick any one of these and be happy. And I feel, I almost feel bad for saying the N1 because there's so many other ones I love. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway with that being said thank you all so 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 very much uh for answering our questions um we we love talking about this and and it it brings us so much joy when you guys
1: um (laughs) when you guys uh comment and give answers it means a lot to us yeah
0: and if anybody's out there who's like ah man i kind of wish i would have said something or oh i do have a favorite ship i just didn't say anything please next time we want to hear from you um and that's kind of how pardon it, that's kind of why we m- moved from the Q&A to the community discussion because we want it to be more accessible to everybody maybe yeah. you're someone who's new to Star Wars and you don't necessarily know what to ask um, that's why we want to do the community discussion where we ask you guys a pretty simplistic answer or me, simplistic question that anybody can answer and that's kind of why we wanted to do it's first community engagement so please reach out to us on our next week's episode we would love 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 uh, to uh, to hear your guys answer so yeah Without further ado, though, we're going to go to our main topic for this week. And of course, as you well know, for those of you who've been listening, we're going to be reviewing the penultimate episode of Book of Boba Fett, episode six. So like I said, we're kind of just going to jump into it. So spoiler alert, that's kind of how we've been doing it. We're just going to jump right into it. So wow, wow, <laughs> what a wild, just just
1: insane episode. Uh, where do, Where do you even start with an episode like this? I I don't know. I have so I many thoughts. Uh, I think I think we just need to start at the beginning, kind of like we yeah. did last week, and so, go through um, kind of each uh, scene, and and try to give our thoughts scene by scene. Because I mean, I could go on a whole. Uh, Rabbit hole into this episode, yeah. So, So,
0: let's say off the bat, so that the title of this episode is From the Desert Comes a Stranger,
1: yeah. And and I think that even that title alone (laughs) has multiple (laughs) meanings in this episode.
0: Well, and and so it, they obviously we're gonna get to it, uh, because we don't want to cut to the chase, but obviously, the first scene maybe makes you think, Oh, from the desert comes a stranger, right? We see. First, first scene of the episode is Cobb Vanth and mm-hmm. he's back in, uh, 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 what is it called? Moss. Uh, anyway. what are you talking about? uh their town Mospelgo. yeah i kept wanting to say masas which, which I know shout
1: out they renamed it well yeah i was gonna to say that Freetown, which matches which is where what it, what happens in aftermath the yeah. aftermath novel, yeah yeah you know, free town so <laughs> so cool very cool
0: but but obviously we see him he's the marshal right and he is intercepting a trade deal between some of the pike syndicate selling spice um and he's interrupting this because he does not want any of this junk in his his uh community right yeah and uh, so obviously he he they and another cool thing is that they really purposefully establish how quick of a draw he is for other reasons we'll talk about later but you know there's four pikes and three of the four draw their guns three people and he pulls out and shoots all three of them before they can get a shot off.
1: What an amazing character this guy is. <laughs> he's so um, true. Which I loved him in, in the second season of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. I was so happy to see him back. And he just continues to be an outstanding character. Absolutely. Um, he's just super likable. He is, you know, he is, is someone to be feared, not to be messed around with. But he's also a super respectful character as well. Sure. And he definitely has that like good old cowboy vibe, He's a right? Charming He's like cowboy, the charming cowboy, you know, yeah. you know kind of like a like um like a John Wayne, like yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. the classic hero type personality, yeah. all yeah. that stuff.
0: Very uh, a nicer Clint Eastwood.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so, so all that is um, is really cool, and I was so happy to see him back. But come on, somebody. Give somebody give this man some armor. My man You're is sleeping. wearing just like a shirt and yeah. like just, just Straight like clothes. Come yeah, on. I mean, he went from having Boba Fett's armor to now he's got nothing. Like, somebody help this guy out. Seriously, come on. <laughs> so, you don't even have like leather, nothing, he's got nothing.
0: I mean, it's free balling out
1: here. <laughs> well, not quite, but. <laughs> Can you say that on our podcast? No, I'm just. Can you you say that in our? uh, Why? What does that mean to you? Huh?
0: (laughs) I mean, that he was. You know, he was just. He didn't have anything. You know, other than his regular.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're getting off track here. Off of a (laughs) mistake. Oh, boy.
0: Anyway, uh, we're now PG rather than G.
1: <laughs> make, sure, uh, make sure, kids, that your parents will listen to this podcast with you so they can explain to you what freeball is. Ask your kids, ask your
0: parents what freeball is. <laughs> wow we are <laughs> we are just tanking right now oh are boy just, just we're dropping like
1: flies right now
0: <laughs> all right anyway
1: <laughs> we just lost uh all five of our patrons <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: anyway oh. long story short our man is out here with clothes on but no armor and uh yeah so i mean the fact that he's able to survive this far and fight off the pike syndicate to some degree, the little remnants that come through, it, it's pretty crazy. But, but clearly you can tell that he's, he's like, he feels a little, you know, uh, abandoned or whatever you want to say without his armor. Um, so anyway, but, but he, he destroys the, those three tells the other one say, go back to your people and say, we don't, you know, this is a gift. You can keep your money. We're going to, um, Allow you to leave, but anybody that comes back again will probably get lost forever, you know. But he tells him to keep or you know, let the spice stay there, and obviously, he ends up kicking it over, which is just so cool because again, so cool. he could literally, as he says, retire with this, he could get his own armor, he could do whatever, yeah, he, he, could wants, do whatever he wants, but he's so resolved in his, you know, uh, dedication or whatever, you know, what I'm saying his morals, and also just like the morals, yeah, yeah, like- that he literally kicks over just kicks it over let's just say hundreds of thousands of of uh dollars worth of spice i mean i'm just throwing a number out there but very cool and it just shows it it makes you just like Cobb vant that much more. yeah such a great character yeah so cool so um then we go uh, next scene over we we see kind of changes subjects right and we're now with mando and Mando is now... Uh, and I don't know the planet off the top of my head, but he's going to see Grogu. Um, and they go to this fo- mountainous, forested planet.
1: So I don't... To be honest, I don't know that we know where this is. Yeah, it's it's um, new
0: from what we've seen, at least, I think.
1: I don't... So I believe... I believe we are on the... I believe we are on the planet that that Luke's future Jedi temple is on, okay? Yeah, sure. But I don't even know if that has ever been named right, in right. canon.
0: Right. Um. Eh, never mind. Um. But, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to look it up here, and, there, yeah, there's nothing that's really coming up. So, uh, but, yeah, I think you're right. And, and, like I said, we don't know canonically, especially now, and I don't think there ever was a name. So... Um, but anyway, beautiful mountainous, forested planet, um, and and Mando gets there, and uh, f- the first thing we see is he's being
1: hailed by R two D two. Yes, which is just which was so great. It's immediately it, it I, never, got it. I got I got so excited. I know as, soon as I it saw R two, it was old. like here we go. Yes, I was like here we go. Let's go baby!
0: <laughs> it never gets old. It never yeah. gets old. So, uh, but so but there's nobody else but R two at this point, and R two is leading him to this location. Also, and we see all these like caterpillar droids. Carrying stones, and as we walk up, we start to see them building this stone hut type thing or uh whatever, and it's just really cool. But he's waiting on on Luke. He's like, "Where are they at?" And R two shuts down, and he's having to wait. Yeah, and
1: I've seen different people's opinions on this, but are you in agreement with me that this is the beginning of Luke's temple?
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, I totally so, believe that. And
1: and 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 I want to take a break here real quick to say that like. This has kind of big meaning for for the future, and the reason I yeah. say that is this is a prime example of they're not ignoring the sequel trilogy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's very true.
1: Okay. Yeah. We've had rumors about how they're going to pretend like it never happened, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This, to me, is a big indication of like, yeah. no, the sequel trilogy is happening, and we're telling you, we're filling in the gap yeah. between Could what be. happens- yeah. But what happened in the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, you're gonna to start to see some of these things that are eventually gonna lead into the sequel trilogy, whether you like it or not. Which,
0: you know, an argument could be made that at the end of the day, let's not even talk about the sequel trilogy. We all know that um, we all know that that Luke had an academy, right? When even in the old canon, we had the you know Jedi Academy. I mean, that was one of the games. So we all right. know we had that. So it, people could say, well, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily have to directly tie to that. You know, I don't know, but but yeah, I think you're right. Um, it, it, it very well could be kind of that 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 go between the bridge between what we no, see. I th- I,
1: <clears throat> yeah, if I think the fact that the hut that's being built is identical to some of the things that we've already seen yeah. Um, from the sequel trilogy. Sure. I think is why I'm saying like, they're being very, um, they're, they're, they're making sure that when you see that hut, yeah, you you're, go,
0: Oh, Oh, that, I remember we that. You remember yeah. that from the sequel trilogy. <laughs> right, right. You know
1: what I mean? Like, sure. so I think it's very intentional that they're, and I, I'm just saying in a bigger picture view, it's, it's telling me that they're saying, Hey, um, Yeah, we are going to sprinkle in some stuff that is going to um, kind of give more into the sequel trilogy, which Mando Season 2 arguably has a little bit of that as well, Sure, yeah, yeah. We're still not entirely sure what's going on with that, but (laughs) there's some cloning or something going on, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So... Anyway, Mando eventually uh, you know like almost falls asleep because he's waiting for so long and he gets awoken by none other than Ahsoka who who makes an appearance once again and uh she's kind of intercepting a little bit here. Um and she's before he can go see Grogu, she wants to talk to him first. So they take a walk through the the fo- the bamboo forest there.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and so I don't know about you, but when I all of a sudden See Ahsoka show up. That was yeah. really unexpected. <laughs> like I,
0: yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting it, but I, I didn't think it was crazy. You know, I what don't saying? think it was
1: crazy, but it's just like when I saw Ahsoka, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Which it's it's interesting because in we had never gotten the first meeting of Luke and Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah, we never saw right? that, that them we together. We haven't seen yeah. that.
1: But here, they clearly have already had that encounter. Yeah. She's on the planet for some reason. Yeah. But it never really answers why she was there.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And yeah. once Mando leaves, she, as Wilson, we see, she leaves she too. She leaves too, yeah. And he's like, and Luke's like, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just want to... But it looks yeah. <laughs> like, uh, will I ever see you again? And she's like
0: like it's possible. basically like yeah, yeah i mean it's not the so what the, time what the
1: force be. you know yeah. what happens yeah and and so i just think it's interesting that we we that we see this encounter where they're already interacting but we didn't we didn't see like the true first meeting of, of, of yes, yeah, so
0: I'm wondering if we're ever going to get that via comic or something. I like think that we'll, we're
1: going to get it some way or another, but um, yeah. yeah, but we can move on for now. Yeah. I just want to mention.
0: So that. kind of traveling back in time here a little bit. So Ahsoka is taking him through the forest, kind of nonchalantly leading him to where Grogu and Luke are. But basically she's just talking to him like, why are you here? You know, he's like, I I need to see Grogu. And he's like, are you doing this for yourself? Are you doing it for him? You know, are you coming here because, you know, you think it would help Grogu? Or do you think it's just because you're trying to fill that void in your heart? You know what I'm saying? To see him again and, and not be as lonely. And he can't answer that. Like basically, obviously we know the answer, right? But he, he eventually decides he's not going to go actually talk to him. He sees him up on the Hill with Luke meditating and stuff like that. Um, And, uh, long story short, obviously we, you know, he does give her what was forged for him through the Beskar from the armor and says, just at least give this to him. I want him to be protected. And, uh, and around this time, we do see a clip of Luke, um, and Grogu training together. Well, so
1: it shows that they're up there meditating and like. Gro, like Luke's got his eyes closed and he's yeah. meditating and then Grogu's like trying to do it but Grogu yeah. sees a frog yeah. and Grogu can't stop looking at the frog he has one eye and, and then, one eye's creeping yeah, open yeah. You know? it's so adorable <laughs> it's so but then so then Grogu uses the force on the frog yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and then Luke sees it and like he's like Grogu. Grogu and then and then but then Luke Brings all the frogs out like, of the... Like a hundred frogs or yeah. something, you know, I'm being exaggerating. And Grog is Grogu's just, like, amazed.
0: But it, but I think it was a cool moment to to show, like, hey, this is what you could do if you really tapped into force. If you really focused and trained and became dedicated, yeah. this is something you could do. Right. And he had that kind of realization, I think, because he looked at his hands and was like, yeah.
1: oh, you know. Yeah, and what's... And at this point in the episode, I'm just like, I can't believe we're getting all this. Like, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. whoa. First of all, dude... Luke looks amazing
1: amazing he yeah. looks phenomenal, phenomenal. I
0: was, like obviously in in the final uh episode of season two of Mando a lot of people had some like I thought it was amazing too but I, you you could tell there was some digital things sure. going on sure. um obviously but but people had some complaints but dude for me I'm not sure that people who complained it worked still so well. it looked um I mean it looked like Luke
1: from R- uh return of the Jedi like you know it, it looked so like well. he was there you know what I'm saying yeah. so anyway. no and and here's the thing like we can have luke skywalker again we can have luke skywalker yeah. in and and like used to after the original trilogy and we you know we watched the sequel trilogy and and luke's old now and and we got and i and i thought to myself like this is this is it <laughs> this is it this yeah, is yeah. this is what we have of luke skywalker we'll never we're not going to see him on the screen like we like we um want we're only going to get comics and books and stuff of more of his story. But then, you know, we get this this sneak peek, in a sense, in the last season yeah. of Luke Skywalker again. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I was like, but <laughs> can they really... And we talked about this. And we've talked about it like, well, yeah. they'll have to recast yeah. or whatever. If, they're gonna if they want to continue this, using this, are going to have to... But here's the thing. Dude. After this, I don't think they have no. to. No. I don't think they have to get Sebastian Stan. You know, no, they've always talked yeah. about doing that. Like, and, and this I, I works this, for me.
0: I said this last time, but I prefer the CGI because Sebastian Stan, yes, with the makeup and the right lighting, yeah, it kind of looks like Luke. But, but like at the end of the day, you, you're gonna see Sebastian Stan. But
1: this yeah. was Luke. This was this Luke. Was, this I mean, was Mark Hamill yes, as Luke Skywalker. Yes. And yeah, I love it. Um, it. It's amazing to me because now I can think. This could just be the beginning oh, yeah, of of yeah. Luke Skywalker stories.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. We've I'm always
1: pumped. wanted to see Luke Skywalker at top as a His top prime, tier right, you know. Jedi master, just yes. doing all this crazy yes. stuff. Right. That dream is now more alive than ever. Sure. Because yeah. now we have almost 30 years of luke skywalker that we can fill please, in and Disney we can see capitalize. him do all kinds of stuff yes. and i'm here for it please capitalize i am on this. here for it yes. and support it 100
0: just and, and just the thought of that makes me so happy but anyway we're not going to drag on this. but but just i had to talk for a second about how good it looked oh yeah absolutely so, so, anyway, um, so Mando leaves, right? And Mando leaves and he recognizes that he can't do, you know, he can't do this. And, uh, you know, he can't hurt Grogu by letting him see him because they talk about how close of connection they have and how close the bond is. And if if he sees him, he may not continue training. So, as Mando leaves, Ahsoka goes up to Luke and they're training. And well,
1: well, so Luke goes with Grogu. So, Luke's taking Grogu and Grogu... Um, He's walking with Grogu. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, And he uses the force to keep like <laughs> pushing Grogu forward. Yeah, it's so, so awesome. funny. I and Grogu's it. like,
0: "Oh." Oh, <laughs> every <Yeah>.
1: time. <laughs> so oh, like to keep I'm missing uh, a huge part. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm missing a huge part. So, here. so so at that point he starts talking about Yoda yes. and like the wisdom that yes. Yoda shared. Yeah. Um, with uh with him. And and then that's when he tells Grogu that he'll help him. Like, what do you remember of your? Kind? Yeah, yeah. You know? And basically, he he realizes Grogu doesn't really remember anything when he about his past. Yeah. So then Luke's like, "Let me help you remember." Yeah. And so he uses like, and I don't know if we've ever really how much we've seen of this. This like mind. Yeah, I don't. No. I, I, I'm not saying it's the first time we, but it, I know it's, it's not the not, first time. I just they, don't remember they, where. But we where. haven't seen a lot of it. Yeah, and and so he uses, um, the force on Grogu to bring Grogu's memories back. Yeah, and what we see is very cool. Oh, Man, we see um the we see the 501st clone oh, troopers gosh. attacking the Jedi temple. You
0: know, Order 66. Yeah. Oh and man. And
1: how cool it was Dude, to see that so cool. so and we knew grogu was around at that at the temple yeah, yeah um yeah. so grogu was in the temple at that point <sighs> of course during that scene when it's happening the jedi are fighting and the five first is coming up i was yelling yeah. at the screen i said show hayden christensen you cowards Dude, i knew show like- hayden christensen! <laughs> see, i was like, Vader, it. I was Vader, like show Vader, him
0: show <laughs> him I like, Dude, you even cowards just, even just like a slight little like <laughs> yeah, in the background it right, comes from right? the corner and then it cuts off i mean Anything. i would accept that they didn't do it because they're already bringing him back
1: for kenobi come on i know come on i
0: know i Dude, I would have juiced my drawers if that. Gave <laughs> <laughs> I would have pooped my pants. Yeah. I would have pooped my pants. Seriously, I mean, if he came, what are you like turning one, this podcast into? I can talk about poop whenever I want. <laughs> uh. Anyway, um, no, I mean seriously though, if they showed him, I would have died because I was that same thought came to my mind like dude show Anakin show Anakin anyway so that's a huge thing and it kind of cuts off where they're like oh you know he's as if they're kind of pointing to him like hey there's another one go get him and then that's where it kind of cuts off but seriously though to show that uh moment was just amazing it was just so cool it's surreal almost because how cool it was um clearly I don't remember where (laughs) (laughs) The timeline of this episode so you take it from here
1: (laughs) so um so it showed that one thing i want to mention is it does show a symbol on the doors of of the temple there and some people have speculated that that's like a a connection to bear sophie or whatever her name is um because it was shown in her quarters um during an episode of the clone wars okay but i don't think that that i think it's more like a a symbol of the living quarters in the Jedi temple or something. Yeah. Because I don't see why it would be on more than one door. Like, I don't think that would be yeah, her right. emblem, but yeah, but yeah, something I don't think I noticed note. that. I, I guess I didn't notice um, that. So from there, uh, it goes back to, um, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Ahsoka, it
0: was there him kind of just training. It was like the training sequence,
1: right? Yeah, yeah yeah so he puts him on his in his backpack like Yoda, right? <laughs> okay, uh, so
0: so we're going to talk more about this, but how awesome is this? It's just like poetic uh uh writing here of how full circle this is. That the master was Yoda training Luke and he was on his back, and then now Luke is training baby Yoda, right? And he's on his back. I mean, it's just such a cool like poetic full circle thing there.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, so he's running through, hopping around, just like that training sequence <laughs> yes. in Yeah, yes. has the Grogu. And it goes and then he like goes high up into the trees yeah. and then the force theme hits. Oh and it's so good.
0: Like literally I got like chills like butterflies when that happened, dude. It was yeah. crazy.
1: So good. Um and then we get Grogu um, bouncing on a log. He's got like one foot out and he's bouncing on the log and he keeps falling down. Yeah. Um and that's when Luke brings out the. Well, he, first he brings out his lightsaber, oh, that and was he's crazy. doing like a like a routine with his blade, yeah. and then and then he brings out the training remote. Yeah, that was cool. So to another see. cool Very thing, cool to see. And and he or wait, when does he tell? I mean, we may have missed this already, but I loved it. When, and this is all kind of scattered. I don't yeah. think we're. I don't know that we're telling it all in the right order, my, but like yeah, I'm trying to cover as much up. of as I can. But at one point, he tells Yoda to jump. Yeah. Or, not Yoda, sorry. Grogu. Oh. Grogu to jump. Cardinal And Sin. it was so yeah. funny. Yeah, he's like... He he's Grogu just like, to jump. He comes like, like, up like an inch on the ground like, <laughs> <"Yeah>, That's really <laughs> so all you it, got? It reminded me of when uh, asking uh, my daughter, Taitlin to jump. When Tatlin jumps, she jumps <laughs> like that. So. It reminds me like... That, yeah, you ask a yeah, kid to jump yeah, and they basically like, just bring their legs up. They don't actually jump. <laughs> right. You know? anyway. And then, so he tells him to do... He asks him to try again and he does, yeah. he does the same way. Then, I think he brings out the training remote. Yeah, I think that was about the time, And then he... it like. It zaps him and and yeah, falls backwards. (laughs) He gets back up and he does again, and he does a Yoda flip like it's like and and they they purposely made it look like the way Yoda does it right like like you could see it and and that was amazing. And so So he starts. He starts like flipping around and then it gets, yeah. it like jumps forward and he's like flipping around on the rocks and like yeah, and he's still going. River area. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <sighs> he's just going, going crazy. He's a little, he's a little Yoda. I mean, yeah, but he's just he's a little, cool. an even littler Yoda. It was so cool because,
0: like I said, it was just a, it's just an awesome callback through this whole episode about Yoda and the comparison to him and stuff. is so cool. Yeah. Um, and
1: then, and that's when Ahsoka comes up to Luke. Yeah. And we get this really our first. Um, true meeting. True for what meeting of 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 them together, and yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. And she says something about how he is Grogu's, or you've trained him well, I think she says. Yeah, yeah. And And Luke, in typical Luke fashion, kind of doubting right. himself. He <laughs> yeah. goes, oh, I think he's more just remembering. Yeah, I'm hoping to remember um, and, and then he said i'm actually teaching him
0: yeah and then luke says basically like i, I just don't know if his heart's in it and he and that's so cool but ahsoka's like you're just like your father was you know and uh, such a cool i know and that was moment. really cool, so cool
1: really cool to hear you say and uh, yeah so much history there right? i know and, i know
0: i just and that's what's okay and i'm getting slightly off track here and we talked about this last episode too but you know for people who are just watching this for the first time right uh who is not super in depth into Star Wars, it's a cool moment. Sure, whatever. But then people who like us or some of our listeners, right, who's just absorbed every piece of Star Wars medium, you know, it's so rich with with lore and it's so rich with callbacks through episode five and six of callbacks to all the different movies. It's just, you know, yeah. and that's what's very cool about the writing of this show and how they've been doing it. It's like if you're watching the first time, it's cool. And it but Here's the little cool little tidbits for the people who have always been watching, and and
1: will re- reward you for knowing about this or something. Right. Though. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah. So, um, they have that, and that's when he's like, "Well, I see you again," and she's like, "Perhaps," and then she yeah. walks off.
0: She gives him the, the gift. Oh yeah, and
1: she does give him that, and and he's like, "Well, what, what am I? Doing? What do I do?" Yeah. And and she's like, "Trust your instincts." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's about where it ends right there.
1: Yeah. Or so then, scene. yeah. So yeah. I think at that point we go back to Tatooine. Yeah, Mando. With Mando, right? Yeah. And Mando goes to meet up with the um, with Boba Fett. Yeah. Who's been missing for <laughs> finally a been special guest show. appearance um, by <laughs> Boba Fett in the uh, Boba Fett show. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, soon. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, I have some thoughts I wanted to really get into about, yeah. about um, this series as a whole. Sure. After we get through talking through the episode, but yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, um, this is an extra long episode today, but I mean, what do you expect when I you get mean, an episode on, like this? this <laughs> is crazy here. Yeah. So, um, then after that, we go and he goes to um, Boba Fett's people. Yeah, and he says he's there to see Fett. Or actually, I think he says. <laughs> Fennec Shand, Yeah, and I'm here on the request of finish. Yeah. So he goes in there to the whole group there and they're they got the mayors uh major domo in there and he's like <laughs> Just being um, typical being of that typical, character. Typical he's because they're they're saying he fled. He's like,
0: Oh actually, actually he's on a scheduled, scheduled vacation. vacation. <laughs> like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <I'm laughs>
1: I just say I like I like that character. Yeah. It's, like it's he's, growing on me. Yeah, it's yeah. Certainly growing on me. Um so uh they're they're saying that they need more foot soldiers right like they don't yeah. have enough they need more to be able to <laughs> yeah. pull this off they're like we have um we have uh bo or sorry mando and we got um C- the and they're kind muscle, of like yeah the experienced muscle but we need just some like yeah
0: we got the mods to
1: patrol the streets but yeah. we need you know an army basically yeah. and then- so that's where mandos like well um, I don't remember exactly how, what he says, but basically he's he thinks he might have might have I think I could help to to. there or something like that you know and so yeah. he goes um, to Freetown yeah and that's where we he meets up with uh, the good old corncob uh, corncob himself <laughs> yeah. and I really like this because basically he's like, I don't remember what he says. Something about how are you doing without your armor or something. Yeah. And he was and, he was, and, he, and his response was more careful. <laughs> more careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and he's a so, little guy. Yeah. 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 And sorry, my nose is like itching really bad. Oh my. So it's it's um it's cool to see them back together. And right. he well, and also they they fly through at one point. And you see on a sand crawler, the top, uh, you see the crate dragon <laughs> yes, skull so in cool. there. And they're like waving and at him. Like eh. they go when they yeah. go and sit down in the bar to talk <laughs> yes. or the canteen or whatever. The like rib cage of, I'm pretty sure the crate dragon yeah. is like inside it look, of them. Yeah, there now. so cool. They're like using it so as cool. decoration. I mean,
0: come, why, why wouldn't you? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they're they're um, talking. He's basically just like, hey, I need, I need help. Um. And what's interesting is, you know, he's basically... Basically, he says, like, we're square. Yeah, we're even. Like, you know, we... I don't have any reason why I should have to help you. Yeah, I gave you the armor
0: and you helped defeat the crit dragon. We're we're done here, you know. But
1: basically, in the good old um, Cobb Vant fashion, (laughs) he... You can tell he's, he's like, he's willing he's to sympathetic. do it, right? He's willing to yeah. help. Yeah. But you got the bartender over there, and he is like... <laughs> That's <laughs> a city folk issue right there, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, I don't remember exactly how they end their conversation, but I'm pretty sure it's one of those things like he's gonna talk to his people. And, basically,
0: and, he's like, "This is not really our problem." He, and Mando just basically says, uh, "It will be soon enough." Yeah, yeah. It might and just be the issue city now, but if they take over the city, then they're gonna start coming out to you. Right. And he's like, "So at the end of the day, you know, yeah. it's gonna become your problem one way or another." He's like, "Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll talk about it." Basically, yeah.
1: So then Mando flies off. <laughs> yeah. And and then. You see in the distance a figure oh. walking towards the Freetown. And now I don't know about you.
0: I think we're about to say the same thing. Maybe.
1: What were you gonna say? I was
0: gonna say, I don't know about you, but literally as soon as I saw it, immediately I'm like, no, no way. Yeah, okay. No yeah. way, no that's way. What I was
1: say. So as soon as I saw it, I went <laughs> yeah. I no said, way. That's Cad Bane. How do we know? I, I, said, don't that's that's how we I don't even know how we even knew. But as soon as I saw a figure walking in the distance yeah. like, I knew I just needed I it. don't know how I knew but and, I knew And and so I just started saying I was watching it with Tara, and I was just like this guy being like, there's guy no way there's no and way And so <laughs> yeah. he's you know he's slowly walking up, uh, just super slow and yeah. and of course Cobb Vanth can tell like this is trouble so he's like coming he goes out to the middle and you get your Typical standoff, oh, right? Yeah. Like cowboy standoff. <laughs> yeah, very um, reminiscent of the good, bad, and yeah, yeah, yeah. ugly. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But oh man, just so well done. This yeah. whole like <sighs> part here is, is so well done. It gives me chills just talking about it and thinking about it. Um,
0: I do believe that they brought back the same voice actor. If they did, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, so, that which is, is really cool. Yeah, doesn't have as much modulation as he used to, but that might mm-hmm. be. Yeah, part and of so it, you know?
1: I know that uh, they. So, a couple things. Yeah. First of all, I know some people um, are not super impressed with the way he looks in the show. Yeah. Um, I am not one of those people. I actually think he looks amazing. And does he look a little different than his Clone Wars thing? Yeah. Yes. But here's two different things. Yeah. Number one, this is not animation. So, right. you're going to expect some differences. Um, I mean, Anakin and Kenobi didn't look right. anything like their. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Especially right, well, Anakin. Anakin yeah, looked, Kenobi nothing looked like, a little bit more. Anakin close. looked nothing <laughs> like Hayden Christensen.
0: Well, no, Count Dooku. Have you seen those? Yes, I have. Where they more their faces, yeah, morphed the face he's to like actually look. It's a foot long face. <laughs>
1: it's good stuff. It's so good. Uh, so, yeah, you got a point yeah, there. You right. got a point there. So that's the first thing. Yeah. But second of all, we're like years <laughs> later. Like yeah, Cad oh, Bane, how many years, right? Cad like Bane has went through, yeah, something like that. So Cad Bane's went through a lot of stuff sure. since then. Yeah. And yeah. so he's like, he's older. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I think the the faded color could be part of that some yeah. of that stuff also like the teeth I I've, I've heard some people complain about his teeth how I, sharp they were I, Yeah was, and like yeah. I actually think that's great it made him more menacing, more menacing that he had sure.
0: Yeah the only uh, see and I, I'm kind of in the middle more leaning towards where you're at but I do have a like I a meal I saw him like I was so excited for, for you know at first I I didn't even think about it but as I kind of watched it again cuz I watched it second time with my dad um and I'm like, man. What'd your you know, dad say? My dad, that's pretty cool. I, oh. I'm like, he's like, I know that's important character. I have no clue. I was uh, no, gonna be like, this episode's stupid. Well, so <laughs> that's what he no, was saying. So literally, when we got to the point where it was Luke and Luke and Grogu, yeah. and he's doing the. He's like, all right, this is getting weird now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all got all that force voodoo junk. Okay, maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we should, um, add to our Patreon, um, and- <laughs> Brent's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> we just, no, we just put a camera on your dad as he watches, Dude, as he that watches would the episode, and just have the commentary of your dad as he watches. The- <laughs> oh, that, would be, that would be funny.
0: Um, Oh, so, uh, or oh, yeah. So I'm watching it again, and I'm like, the only the only major complaint, the whole skin color thing, totally makes sense to me. Um, the shorter brim hat makes sense. The, the even the teeth, I like I, I like that because it's it's a little off to me, but but I do like it's a little more menacing. But the only thing that I didn't like is how short his face was, and I can't show you because there's not a camera on me. But it looked like he was scrunching up his nose and like snarling his teeth the entire time, and it was like a big pudgy nose right there. And I'm like, I feel like if they just made his face a little bit longer. I think it would have. I would have been totally fine with it. That was the only complaint I had. But, uh, but overall, I I think it was a good adaption for sure. Uh, they they nailed the eyes and the voice. It's a little bit less modulation, but it's live action, so it makes sense. Um, but overall, I loved how the interpretation was overall, though.
1: Yeah, and so I thought it was great. Very menacing. Very, uh, yeah. Just I I thought it was done so well. I yeah. was very excited to see him in it. And and but here's the the bigger like canon questions or or excitement that I have for this is you have to understand is there's history between the between um, Cad Bane and And Boba? Boba Fett. Yeah. So some of you may not realize that, and that's why I would like to bring this up. Boba Fett there is is, a cold-hearted yeah. killer and worked with the Empire. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's there's history there, and one of the things that was going to happen in Clone Wars before it got canceled originally, um, that we never saw, but I would say there's a good chance they're keeping it canon. Yeah, is that. Um, eventually, Cad Bane became kind of like a mentor figure to Boba Fett. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And Boba Fett worked under him, and but then eventually they got into it, uh-huh. and Boba and and um, Boba Fett gets shot in the helmet. Yeah. by Cad Bane. And that's where that and dent that's comes where from. the dent yeah, comes yeah, from in his yeah. helmet. That, I really do hope that they keep that. <laughs> I hope that they keep that as kind of the history, and it. And it does make for a meaningful enemy to Boba Fett because sure. they have a long history. Sure. And so I think that could be very interesting to see their encounter in the next episode because you assume they're going to encounter each other in the next episode, right? You would imagine so. You would imagine. I mean, come so. on. I mean that. That only makes so sense. And yeah. so I think that history there could be very interesting. And I think it'd be cool if they showed maybe a little, a little small flashback. That to, would be cool. To that moment, even since we never truly got that. Yeah. Um. So that could be cool. There's a lot of different things they could do with it right yeah for sure um so i think that that's a very interesting to think about but let's let's hurry and close up the rest of what happens in this episode so that we can talk about some of these bigger things so so
0: immediately the next thing is is kind of the start of this war um and so these two pikes they go
1: uh with their little oh oh, 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 oh. We, we never finished what happened Oh, duh. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry so, sorry. so they have a standoff, and then the stupid deputy doesn't listen <laughs> to Cobb. Very trigger finger. And he keeps telling him to, to go inside, and he doesn't. And the deputy. Or the deputy. Or well, so the deputy's about to shoot, right? Yeah, he's getting and, he's and, Ka- and you can tell Cobb, Ka- Ka- which it's just a superb actor. You can tell what he's thinking and everything without even without saying, anything. saying anything. You can tell he's his he starts, to, shifting he starts to move bit. his head a don't, little bit. Don't like, do yeah, it. and he's don't. worried that he's going to do it. And but his since his uh his focus is on the other guy. When finally the deputy starts to like take his gun out, he turns his head, and immediately. then immediately Cad Bane shoots. Cad him. Bane, yeah. So, um, so Cad Bane shoots him, and then just, just murks the
3: deputy. <laughs> straight up <laughs> destroys
1: that deputy. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the deputy kind of he deserved. It. I'm glad he died. So <laughs> I mean, the deputy is dead. I mean, like, there's no question. And 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 there's it's up in the air on if. If the marshal's alive, I think he is. Yeah, I'm, I think he's alive. If I think you freeze he's frame, it mm-hmm. hits his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the top of his, like up there in the yeah. shoulder. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's just injured. Yeah, um, which is interesting because it's like I don't know. It w- there's no way that
0: that Cad Bane, as infamous as he is. I, there's no way that he accidentally you're shot him in the shoulder. An accident, you know what I'm saying? So shoot him
1: up. You are saying, saying he's not he an intentionally yes. didn't kill him. I don't know why that would be yet, but I don't well, know. Well, I'm with you. You would think that like his shot's going to be dead on. But yeah. at the same time, maybe just the, the fact there's two the people fact that yeah. the fact that uh deputy over there was messing around, maybe <laughs> yeah. that could be Threw the, him off. Yeah. I don't know, but that's a good point and it may there may be more to that. Yeah, we'll see. Um but we see, so anyway, but yeah, like my wife was like, do you think, uh, the, the marshal's dead? And I'm like i oh, don't know i'm mm. like i think he's alive but his deputy is really dead deputy like is he just <laughs> dead. he's deader than dead <laughs> he got shot so many times like, i don't even know how many times he shot him but it was a bunch yeah, I mean, more than five <laughs> so yeah um and then that's when cad bane is like um tatooine belongs to the syndicate or whatever yeah and he...
0: basically as long as you leave us alone you'll be safe uh, he's like as
1: long as the spice keeps running that, or whatever that, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and then he just slowly walks back just, off. Just turns around, walks <laughs> so off. So cool. Yeah. Oh, man. they like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm amazed how cool they were able to make him be. Oh, yeah. This, but, yeah, so um, good. But anyways, now you can go into uh, the next okay, part if you want. You're no. welcome.
0: <laughs> so just, I'm not going to hurry through this, but it is a significant moment. This is kind of where I think the war officially starts. Um, and we got two of the Pike syndicates, two pikes, I guess what, that, what they're called, I don't know. And so they go into that famous cantina with the... Uh, That main Twi'lek lady, I can't remember her name, but uh, they go in and they have their little money safe type thing and they sit down, order a drink. And you can already tell that the Twi'lek owner, like she knows that something's wrong uh, with them and uh, she's trying to investigate. But immediately, as soon as their drinks come, they leave. And uh, all of a sudden, she's like, "She's you can tell it's like she, there's something wrong." And she looks over, and right as she looks over the the droid that was serving them, says, "Oh, you forgot your I can't remember what they're called, but you are you're you're safe basically." And she's like, and then boom, blows up the entire cantina, uh, presumably, and I think it's fit, safe to say, killing everybody in the cantina.
1: You know, honestly, who, who I thought of more than anything in that, I was like, "Oh no, not the not the." Um
0: Max, Le- Rebo. Yeah, not Max Rebo, yeah, Max Rebo and Dude. the Snoodles or
1: Oodles or whatever they call them. Leave, what do they if, call those guys? I can't, I can't remember.
0: remember. But if, if we we can't lose uh, 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 the Marshall and Max Rebo in the same episode, <laughs> like I kid you
1: not, that was my first thought. But yeah, <laughs> they, now they never showed Max Rebo, and when, nope. when they he was off
0: that day, hopefully
1: <laughs> maybe. But even the other dudes, like the ones from the, those are the yeah, guys from the th- from the original, the original trilogy cantina, playing yeah. in the cantina, like I. <gasps> I don't know. I hope they survive, but yeah, but yeah, but no, like that's that's a big moment, right? The first yeah. play of that's, you would say of the, the war, the first yeah. big move, the shot heard um, around the world, so to speak. Yeah, and so it's really gonna put things into action. And here's the thing: we're, I mean, last episode, this season last finale episode. is yeah, gonna next, be next, next week. week. Yeah, so you know yeah. everything's going to, um, kind of, it's kind of weird because you assume you assume that. Uh, whatever is going to go down is going to be like finalized in this next episode because, yeah. well, I have thoughts. Yeah. I'll get to those in so, a So, so the let's... final
0: scene is pretty crazy, uh, and pretty awesome. But, but basically the final scene that we see is we go back to this mysterious forest planet. Pardon me. I'm getting a little, uh, hiccupy here. Um. Anyway, but we get we get Luke and we get Groger and they're finally in their their his little completed temple, uh, or 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 uh, you know, learning area, whatever you want to call it, um. And and they're just sitting across from one another and they have this little blanket rolled out and then Luke basically says, you know, the Mandalorian has had a gift for you and he pulls it out and exactly like I had predicted, uh, which I think everybody kind of knew it. But uh, he pulls out a little Beskar chainmail, uh, you know, shirt for him and he sets it down. And, uh, but he's like, and he's like, now, wait, before you um, shoot, pick it up, I do have a choice for you. And he, <laughs> and the dude opens this box and Luke pulls out Yoda's lightsaber, which is yeah. just so phenomenal. And he lights it up and says, it's a lightsaber, it's a tool of the Jedi. And he sets it down and he's like, uh, I want you to choose because you can only have one. You can either pick the Beskar armor and go back. To Mando and abandoning the Jedi way, or you can choose the lightsaber and stay with me, um, and you know forget your past. Because at the end of the day, you may, if you choose this Jedi way, you may never see Mando again. And uh and, and Grogu's looking back and forth and we end on him yeah, trying on. to decide. Which oh, I literally get up off my couch. I'm sure my neighbors hate me because I live in an apartment. I'm like, no! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> There's there so many so, times I like legitimately shouted during this episode. I know yeah. they have to be mad at me. <laughs> so
1: let's let's cover that. Um what let me ask you this. What do you want Grogu to choose first, and then yeah. second? What do you think he's going to choose?
0: So, I want both. <laughs> so here, so here's um, and okay, here, here I'll tell you that, but I also have my theories of what's going to happen too. But we'll get into that. So, what I would like, honestly, I want both. Um, but I, I, I want him to choose the lightsaber. I want him to become a Jedi. I want him to have Yoda's lightsaber flip around, be strong with the force and become a Jedi. I want that obviously, but I do think that he is going to choose the Beskar armor because like that connection with him is just too strong at this point in his life. And, uh, and because, you know, I just think he wants to be back with them. He's going to take the armor and he's going to abandon. It's going to be hard decision, but I think he's going to choose it. Now, part of that is because I think they kind of foreshadowed a little bit by that lady taking out the droid pit and there's a perfect little mini bubble for him to sit in in the uh, N1 Starfighter. But aside from that, I do think I do think that's what's going to happen. I do think that is going to be the case that he's going to end up choosing it and going back to Mando. Um, I will just throw this in. I do think if he does choose... And I could be wrong, but I think if he does choose the lightsaber, I think he's going to give him both because it was a test. It's like if you if you are going to stay faithful to the Jedi way, I'll I'll give you both. But if you chose the the armor, you'd have to go back to Mando and not have the saber and all that stuff like that. But there's another thing I could say, but I'll throw it back to you. What do you think? What do you want and what do you think?
1: So, I think I I mean, I want both. Is what I want. Um I want them I want him to have I want him to wear the armor and and have, and have Yoda's us. lightsaber because I just think that's so Yeah, true. of course. Yeah. I think he's going to choose I think he's going to choose the armor. Yeah. Um because kind of basically just what you said with the connection he has with Mando um I don't know that I don't think that Grogu's desire to be a Jedi is strong enough, and it's heavily foreshadowed through this whole and, whole, and touched on yeah, this whole yeah, episode. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know that he cares enough about that to to sacrifice what he has with with the Mandalorian. Yeah, and um, and yeah, when you look at it bigger picture and just from a production and (laughs) they're not going to throw away their ace in the hole. They're not going to throw away (laughs) Grogu being a part of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. That's their biggest money making, uh, part of the whole thing. Yeah. So if Grogu for Grogu to stay, he's either picking that armor or something else is going to happen. Where he does choose to be a Jedi, but then still somehow ends up with Mandalorian.
0: But yeah, because maybe maybe he picks it, but then they 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 get a report from Ahsoka or something that 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 they're all in danger because of the war, and like Grogu, like I have to go be with him or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I don't
1: know, but yeah. whatever it is, to me, I think whatever happens, somehow Grogu is going to end up back with Mando for season three of the Mandalorian. Sure. Yeah, so let me so, throw
0: this out, and this is just a little like thought that I had and this is pretty interesting. And uh shout out to Philip Mehiran because we were talking about this the other the other day because he wanted me my thoughts on the episode. But one thing that we had mentioned when we were talking is that it's actually a really cool so we had this this uh very cool poetic callback of Yoda being the teacher to Luke and he's on his back. But now Yoda or Luke's the teacher to Grogu and he's on his back. But so what would be interesting is the fact that he chooses Mando, right? He chooses Mando and he leaves with his training theoretically being incomplete. And he goes and goes off to save his friends. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just like, like Luke, did. Luke did. And, and he left Yoda without his training being complete because he had to go save his friends. And uh, and I think that's a really cool thing that could, that could be alluded to, that he does go back to Mando because he wants to save his friend. And uh, so, again, just, it's, it's very poetically calling back to what happened in Empire Strikes Back where he leaves Yoda because he has to go save his friends. And uh, that it maybe eventually he comes back I, or something like thing,
1: that. One thing, I'm not 100% sure we're going to know the answer to what Grogu picks. No. Yeah. In this season. Sure. I think we may have to wait for season three of the Mandalorian to know what he picked. Unless he unless does. Unless it shows, it may show at the end or something what he picked or. Yeah. They may like somewhere towards the very end kind of close that up. Well, or maybe Luke brings them back to him or. Yeah.
0: I was going to say unless, and this is kind of stretching, but unless he goes back because they're in this war and he actually does help fight because, and I, th- I know that's, that's why I say it's a bit of a stretch because, you know, but anyway, my thing is, is that. At the end of their training session, basically Luke says, "I've basically I've got you back to the point where you can de- defend yourself, and you can you can you can, you know, you're not just helpless anymore." Mm-hmm. And so that makes me think like maybe he does go back and somehow helps in the battle, but that may not happen. I, I no, think no. Stretch. I think
1: I I have a hard time believing that. First of all, because I don't, I even though yes, they're about to like go to war, I don't think it's as big of a deal. Just like Luke Skywalker, like he's, yeah, yeah. like it's not a super wide known event or something, right? Sure. So like Luke's not even going to know. And that's why I said it's probably um, a stretch, you know. And Mando's already left, so, and it doesn't sound like they have like a way to really communicate with each other. Sure. So Luke would have to like go back, and I just don't think they have time to do all that. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, where I'm at with it, but. yeah. To get that answer, I think they would have to take too much from the final. Unless, episode. unless, like, like Mando does, or Grogu does, pick to go back to Mando. So Luke takes him to Tatooine, and towards the end, yeah. Grogu shows up to like help out, like the you know something they're like about to die or something. Grogu's that that could there. be it too, and Luke could. even I guess at that point right because yeah. he'd be yeah. there too. But I don't know. I don't but, know that that's necessary. I think it's pulling in a little that, too much. Yeah, that might know. be a little too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways it could play out, <laughs> which we
0: did say that on our prediction of episode five. Like, man, there's no way that could happen because that would take too much from the Boba Fett show. Well, we said that, and we
1: <laughs> and that's kind of where I wanna to where I wanna go in our discussion next. Yeah, is yeah, let's just do it now. So yeah. when you think about the the book of Boba Fett, we've we've had five episodes that. Or no, sorry, four episodes that were focusing on Boba Fett. Yeah, dealing with some of his how he ended up getting to where he was when we met him in the Mandalorian season two. Yeah, and also kind of um, creating the current um, war that we're about to to go da- that's about to go down. Sure. Yeah. That was in the first four episodes. Then episode five, we get what Mando's been up to. Episode six, we get what basically what Grogu's been up to, right? Pretty Kind of what yeah. The, the, yeah. the 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 concept is there, an update with Grogu, Luke, and then Mando kind of carrying that along. Sure. Um, with a little with a with a little teaser of Boba Fett, like a little Easter egg. <laughs> A little Easter egg in his own <laughs> show. No, uh, I, I posted, I posted I think that meme I on... I think he said one line. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I posted no. that meme on Facebook
0: for all those who saw it. And it says, uh, characters I hope... Uh, special characters, mm-hmm. side characters I hope to see in
1: Book of but Yeah. <laughs> Fett. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But here's, uh, here's my uh, argument. When you think about it in a traditional um, series format, when you think about it in that way... Is the Book of Boba Fett successful? I would say no. Yeah. I would say that (laughs) it has not been successful. It was kind of slow at the beginning. Yeah. And now, yes, we have things that are very exciting, but they don't really make sense within the Book of Boba Fett. So to me, it's kind of like a convoluted series. Okay. Yeah. yeah, The the pacing is weird. All that stuff. It's it's very odd. Sure. Yeah. But here's where I want to kind of defend it. And I think that this is where the creators, uh, specifically Favreau and Filoni, are with it. Yeah. And where it's helping me when I think about it this way. And that's that Favreau and Filoni are creating a universe okay, sure. of stories. Yeah. They have an event they're leading to. They started with The Mandalorian, the two seasons of Mandalorian. They're now doing it with Boba Fett. They're going to have Ahsoka. They're going to have another season of Mandalorian. And we know that eventually it's all leading up to a big event. Yeah. I think they aren't looking at this stuff as much as a series, a standalone series, as much as this is just a continuation of what they've already done. Right. Except they took some time to tell what had happened to Boba Fett, where he, how he got to where he was. And now they're kind of continuing on in the story they've been telling. Yeah. When you look at it that way, it makes more sense, right? If it was all one big story, the, just erase the idea of any kind of title on this. This, okay? Yeah, right. Put all these chapters in a line. Completely get rid of of titles. Uh, get rid of all that stuff. Yeah, the story starts to make more sense. Yeah, it's they. Yeah. They had all this. Now we're going back, learning about Boba Fett, what he was doing, and then now we're back on track with Mando and where and what Grogu's been doing. Yeah. To me, it's more acceptable.
0: Yeah, and I think that's kinda where think, that's kind of where they made the mistake is that they're trying to differentiate these things when really they're all flowing into one another. Exactly.
1: You know? And so what I think the issue here is that's what Favreau and Filoni are doing, but then you have the traditional format of of media yeah. that the, the people who are who are producing this show and putting in this show, they can't break those barriers because they're so stuck in that thinking yeah. and that way of presenting a show that, and the way that you um, promote and market a show and et cetera, that they had to put this under a new title.
2: Sure. So yeah. you
1: have The Mandalorian um, season one, season two, now The Book of Boba Fett you're gonna have the Mandalorian. You're dividing it up into these different shows, but really, it's all one big long narrative. <laughs> right.
0: right. It's one universe. You know. It's yeah. Like exactly what you're saying. It's and, one universe that kind of flows into one. And so another, when I think know?
1: about it that way, I find it a lot more. Um, I think it makes more sense. I think it's. I think I accept it more. Yeah. But when I think about these trying to be separate shows, is when it really just doesn't. It doesn't work. It, yeah. It just doesn't. Work. And yeah. and the book of Boba Fett doesn't work for me. Now, here's what I think they should have done to kind of please both sides of it. I've been thinking about it, and I think what would have made sense yeah. is for this to have been called The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett. Uh,
0: yeah. As a no, subtitle. That actually makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. Instead
1: of trying to completely say, hey, this is a new series.
0: It's like a spinoff or like yeah. a, a, a diversion. Instead, sort of thing, still yeah. call
1: this The Mandalorian, and then that subtitle, The Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And I think it would have really kind of lessened the issues and confusion people have had with the series so far. Yeah. And, and yeah, you couldn't maybe have surprised people with the fact that like Mando and Grogu's in this. Cause it's been kind of a, it was kind <laughs> yeah, of a surprise, was a surprise, right? Yeah. But I think, um, maybe it would have been better for it to not have been a surprise just so we understood what was happening with sure. this. Yeah. And cause I just know there's a lot of confusion with it and, and it's kind of hurt this series as a whole Yeah, because, of people's confusion and kind of like finding it mediocre. (laughs) Right. You know,
0: it wouldn't be as mediocre again. Like you said, if you just think it's just like an offshoot of the main man, right. It's like, Hey, we're
1: veering off the path for a little bit to explain some things, um, with Boba Fett that people did wonder when he showed back up. And that was the big questions. They've answered the questions we had.
0: Yeah, I right? think, Yeah, and honestly, I think I just don't. I think if they did it that way, people's expectations wouldn't be has been as high as I as I think maybe they were, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, I think it would have been great because at the end of the day, it would have been one of those things like, oh, this is awesome because we're getting those answers to book or to Boba Fett, but it's yeah. still Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? Right. So here's yeah. how
1: they have to stick the landing next week, in my opinion. Yeah. In next week's episode, we have to identify. The true enemy. Yeah, that's yes, you're saying. That's yeah. in the background here. Yeah, because yeah. yes, we have the syndicate. Yes, we have Cad Bane working for the syndicate. Okay. Yeah. The Huts have been kind of involved a little bit. All these different characters are in play, mm-hmm. but to me, there's got to be something more. Yeah, I agree. I and, definitely agree. And I think that. This next episode is not going to necessarily single handedly deal with them. Yeah. But it's going to either hint at what who they are or it's going to be like a last minute reveal. Yeah. And as I have we've talked about many times, I have two people in mind, either Kira or Thrawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if if we don't get either of those and it's truly just the Pike syndicate, is that's yeah, it's it. It's gonna be disappointing. I'm gonna be disappointed. And yeah. I'm not I'm gonna I'm going to I think say that the series as just thinking about it as a series has failed. Sure. Yeah. Because the way that it started and then you had the Mando episodes, which kind of again, I love what we've gotten yeah, out of the Mando no, episodes. Yeah, I love totally. I love the last two episodes. Yeah. But when I'm just thinking bigger picture as a series, if they want it to be just a confined series, yeah, I don't think it's gonna make sense if we don't see how this progresses the story that we've been going on.
0: And if they don't, then like you said, it should have just been Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, not Mandalorian season three.
1: It should have been just its own little offshoot just to explain what's happening. But this, you know this last episode has to tie it into the bigger universe. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 why Boba Fett's involved. Yeah. His stakes in the story. Yeah. And right now, just him clearing his territory of the pikes, which I think he'll manage to do yeah. in this episode. I think he will manage to clear his territory. He'll be whatever there. Right. Is not enough. Right. He's got to clear that, but then we uh, gotta find some out objective that there's something bigger. Yeah. That, that them. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. bigger that's going on. Yeah. There's a, right? a bigger fish. They've got to figure that out. The, yeah. And and to me, I think it makes perfect sense that it's Thrawn.
2: Yeah.
1: But I don't know that. That's just my th- right, thing out right. there. I think it would be really cool if there's a cure connection. I think that'd be really neat. But also, may not be the case. Yeah, those are just theories. But I think there's got to be something. Like, do you agree that there has to be something, or well, are I'm, you? I'm a, yeah. yeah, I'm exactly with. you. And I'm, and I'm you. curious yeah. uh, for those of you who listen, comment, let us know. Are you in agreement with us? Do you think there needs to be something more, or are you fine with it just being the the Pike Syndicate? Yeah. Or you know, like give your thoughts on that because yeah. I I'm really curious um on where they're headed with this but because if this series only has updates on mando and show and explains the past of boba but doesn't lead us anywhere into where we're going next i'm gonna have major major issues (laughs) with this series totally agree
0: yeah so at the end of the day it is one of those things where it's been cool to see what we got and I, i kind of reiterate what i said but It has to tie in, like you just said. And if if they didn't plan to do it, then they should have just said, hey, this is a little offshoot to quell your... Mando desires, uh, and give you some answers to Boba Fett before, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, give you some answers to Boba Fett's life um, before we get to Mandalorian season three. And you know, at the end of the day, that that would have been satisfactory for a lot of people. And like, okay, we understand there's not some bigger arching story because at the end of the day, we're just trying to find some answers to Boba and what's his next step and how how is his story going to find resolution? You know, uh, to this character. But but like I said, because they didn't do that, we're gonna have to have something bigger. And uh, if they don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rough. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's my final thoughts on that. So.
1: yeah, so let us know your thoughts, but overall like just looking at this episode by itself, it's going to be one to remember for a long time. It's oh, a, yeah. it's a special episode. It um it again reminds us of just the magic of Star Wars and what yeah. um Star Wars is capable of. I loved it. Um I really hope that though as a series, we stick the landing next week. Um, you can guarantee to come back here and we'll be discussing it and talking about our thoughts on it next week. So oh, yeah. be ready for that. If you're a Patreon member, you're going to have early access to that episode. Um, as soon as we upload that episode, you will be able to listen to it. If you are not a Patreon member, you're going to have to wait until Saturday at two o'clock. Um, and uh, that Saturday at two o'clock, it'll post on our Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, you can listen to it at all those places, but if you want to subscribe for five dollars, you can listen to that early on Patreon Ooh, as well yes. as our first, um, our first like true episode of and other stuff, which is uh, an exclusive, um, ep- a series to our patreon that you can yeah. catch there we're actually just about to record it so um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes we've been talking a long time and we're gonna continue to talk oh, even more <laughs> i've become weary and well-doing <laughs> so please 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 subscribe to us we're working so hard for this okay? give us your so, money give us the money, please. <laughs> we need it for better yeah. things yes but we have a uh, lots of plans but we want to thank you guys yeah. all so much for joining us please like us on facebook you know share our post um our instagram uh, we we gave up on our Twitter a long time ago, but <laughs> yep. but you know you can find <laughs> yeah. us on there and uh, share a post. It helps a lot when you share our post. It goes out to your friends and family, yeah. and that helps get not only just our our name out there, but also our content. And maybe if they just decide, your grandma decides, oh, I'm gonna press play on this and see what it yeah. is, and they hear our beautiful voices then you know they're going to maybe she's going to subscribe to our patreon and that would mean a lot to us yes (laughs) i know
0: grandmas want to hear this voice so
1: (laughs) anyways may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the jedi Eternal.